0: It's harder than ever to find clothes that will stand the test of time, but if you're looking for pieces designed to last, you can't go wrong with American Giant. From hoodies and t-shirts to denim and more, they've got everything you need to build a wardrobe that you'll be proud of for years to come. Shop wardrobe essentials that last a lifetime at American-Giant.com and use LT23 to get 20% off your first order. That's 20% off your first order, American-Giant.com, code LT23.
1: Please stand clear of the
0: doors.
2: Guys, we're on the monorail, heading to the Disney Fantasy. Not even sure why there's a monorail going this way, but we're going. I can't wait to meet all the captains. I hope they can fit in the
1: round
0: table. Captains, plural? How many people do they need to steer the ship?
3: Well, there's at least five of them. I mean, you've got the captain of the ship, Captain Mickey, Captain Hook.
2: Captain Phillips, Captain EO, Captain Crunch. Captain Planet, Captain
1: Obvious, Captain, and obvious, captain and Morgan. It's really easy to get your captain's
0: license these days, huh? (laughs) (laughs)
3: There
0: we
4: go. Captain Obvious is my favorite. (laughs)
3: Everyone's
4: got something to
0: celebrate.
2: Welcome to episode 151 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Today we will be giving the His on the Disney Fantasy. Right now we are recording live for our Goof Troop members. If you want to watch us live once a week, sign up for our Goof Troop. All you got to do is go to DizHis.com. You can find the link at the very top. As well as seeing our beautiful faces, you will be entered into our lovely giveaways. We have given away signed comics, wax melts, Disney merch, Diz His merch, and many other things. You also get access to our Goof Troop chat where you can interact with us and our Goof Troop members. We talk Disney daily and have Disney-themed questions thanks to Adam. Plus, our live shows are really messy and lots of fun. And our lowest tier is like 2, to two bucks a month. So uh, go ahead and check us out at DizHiz.com.
1: And if you have any remarks about history or comments about history, send us an email at dishishistory at gmail.com. Or if you want to call us and tell us something about what happened to you that's Disney related, call us at 707-842-0345.
2: But we did receive two emails. I'm not sure. Jen, did you see the emails that I sent it to you too or no?
3: You did not.
2: Okay. Are they telling you how
3: wonderful I am?
2: No, no, they did not say. Pretty much one of them was saying how much he loved Alex. Not really loved Alex, but he really enjoys Alex because he has similar views as Alex about spending money. But we did <laughs> receive two emails, and I guess there was a, a mistake that Alex made a couple of weeks ago with the Hoop-Dee-Doo review and uh, with that that uh, history. And I kind of want to talk about it, right? So I guess Walt passed away before the Hoop-Dee-Doo review, the show started, right? And in the history, uh, that we mentioned something about walt's daughter uh telling walt that the show was corny well which couldn't couldn't have happened because Walt was dead at the time the hoop de Doo kind of came about right uh so we had two people reach out to us we had doug and kevin reach out to us i kind of want to read these emails right so this is from doug after listening to the four uh, the, the episode, I have a question. I have to question one piece of information. I heard the mistake. at approximately 19 minutes into the episode. It was said that Walt's daughter watched the show and mentioned that it was corny to her father, to her father. That is the part I want to dis- discuss, because if she watched the show back in 1973 or even 1974, um, she wanted to, he wanted to kind of discuss how was she able to talk to her father when her father you know what wasn't around. Well, because Is this person
0: discriminating against ghosts. She knew a medium. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, so after talking to Doug, you know, we kind of went back and forth a little bit because I love hearing this. You know, yeah. First off, I found it really interesting that two people found this mistake. It was the same mistake, right?
1: I mean, it's pretty. So, it's Alex, pretty easy to figure out if you're just paying attention, well, which none well, of you off, figured it out.
2: Uh, no, we did not. But was a hundred was episode. Yeah. 151 episodes right if people are really listening i mean i guess you you really haven't made that many mistakes on the history which is kind of cool right or
1: we never gave them opportunities to send us information because we just started giving <laughs> out our email
2: no that's not true we always given out our email it's no. in the show notes it's in the show notes, like the last few notes the show.
1: yes but no they could have reached out to social media as well
2: yeah exactly Right. So, um, and after kind of going back and forth with Doug, you know, kind of saying, because I I love getting emails from the listeners. uh, He said that after sending the last message, he did some research. Love it. And Diane Disney Miller did not, did say that it's corny, but it was for 20,000 leagues under the sea.
0: Oh, interesting.
2: So, so yeah. I guess there was an interview and with Roger Ebert and that uh, you can find that on YouTube somewhere. And that's where it was kind of mentioned about it. Also, this is the one, Kevin. Kevin reached out to us. He said, hey, y'all, my name's Kevin. I love listening to your podcast every week. My wife and I have two young kids, and your podcast helps me get through the wait until I can take them back to Disney World again. I particularly, I particularly love Alex's Alex's perspective. I love Walt Disney World, but hate spending money, too. He has a little laughing emoji. So pretty much he had the same question, and I kind of reached out to him too and i kind of gave him the the kind of the research that um that doug doug and i kind of talked about and he was like oh hey thanks you know for reaching out uh, thanks for responding and uh that's pretty cool so yeah go ahead and send us emails if you kind of hear any mistakes please just let us know
0: yeah you know what uh what was that guy's name kevin yeah kevin kevin send us in your information we're gonna send you a uh alex does his sticker <laughs> <laughs> so if, you, if you're hearing this reach out to us on social media or anywhere we're gonna we're gonna hook you up with a sticker
3: that's a great idea. That's a great idea. I love it.
0: Also, um, go ahead. How about Doug? Well, D- Doug, Doug, I mean, didn't Kevin, sit, Doug didn't Kevin, name Kevin's drop. A, yeah, Kevin's a... Doug, if, you, uh, if you're hearing this and you um, are a fan of of one of us four, we will... Personally, will send you a one of one design sticker of, of one of us. It's just I probably won't be as good as the Alex one if it's not out. Yeah. But anyway, I, I do have a couple things to say. Um, We got a new review on the uh on the Apple podcast app.
1: Oh, I can't look at those. I pretty have nice Apple. one
0: too. From a uh user named Nick on Apple Podcast saying, love listening to them every week, which I assume them is us. So kudos to us. Uh lots of laughs and good history information on all things Disney. They make it fun and energetic and a great listen while in my car all day for work. Wish it came out more often. Now he says uh in his car all day for work. So this guy uh doesn't work from home, he works from car, which is funny, <laughs> it is pretty cool.
1: I love work from car.
0: So shout out, shout out to you, Nick. That's awesome. He also said uh, Alex is his least favorite because he does like to spend money at the parks.
2: Mm, That makes sense. Uh,
0: We won't send you an Alex sticker.
2: (laughs) Okay, guys. So, listen. We're going to do the Disney Fantasy today. um, And I'm I'm excited to kind of get into this history. Uh, Who here has been on the Fantasy? What's
0: your Disney Fantasy,
2: Joe?
3: (laughs) Is it that kind of?
2: (laughs) No, man. We're not doing the Disney Fantasy like a Disney Fantasy. We're doing the Disney Cruise Ship, the Fantasy. Oh, yeah.
0: That's a, they, they should have named it something a little easier to understand.
2: <laughs> what do you mean easier to understand? Well, I haven't been on it. This is my white whale. I've tried to go on the, you know, Disney fantasy, uh, you know, a couple times in the past, I've been trying to get to go on it with Jen. Cause Jen usually kind of books all of our vacations and, uh, we, we've talked about going on the fantasy. It hasn't yet been able to work out. We're hoping to go this summer. Um, but, uh, you know, Jen, you've been on the fantasy, right?
3: Yes. Yes, I had to check and see if I was muted. Um, yes, I have been on the Fantasy uh, a few times.
2: Okay, and what do you think of it?
3: So, the Fantasy is, it's, I mean, all the ships are nice. You know that. Um, the most, I was on it in November, and... Oh, for, that was your last one you went on? Uh, no, we went on the Dreamin'... February slash March, we went on the dream for spring break, but in November, when I went for my birthday, we were on the fantasy. So, um, nice ship sister ship to the dream, of course, just immaculate and just beautifully designed and any, any Disney cruise is a good cruise. So I do love them all.
2: Awesome. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to kind of digging in on this history. This is the only boat that I haven't been on. I'm really looking forward to getting on the boat Because when you get on all four boats, it's called the Grand Slam, right? Yes. It's kind of like from Denny's, you know, the Grand Slam from Denny's. Is it kind of like that?
3: No, it doesn't include eggs or hash browns. You get eggs.
0: A little less disappointing. Mm -hmm. A little cheaper. Not all five boats?
3: Ooh, yeah. What are they going to call that?
0: The Super Grand Slam. Wow, you should write them about that. I should. I wonder. Yes, I was wondering what you're going to call it when you get on all five (laughs) (laughs) five
1: boats.
3: Well, there
2: are people that are going to do that with the inaugural. Let's get to the his on the fantasy. Disney Fantasy
1: embarked on its inaugural cruise on March 31st, 2012. Disney Fantasy, in its sister ship, Disney Dream, was designed to be larger than Disney Cruises' inaugural ships, the Disney Magic and Disney Wonder. Disney Fantasy is 55% larger than the Wonder or Magic. Fantasy and Dream are the second and third largest ships, with Disney Wish beating them by 14 tons and four feet. Disney Fantasy cruises out of Cape Canaveral
2: and travels to the Caribbeans. Hey, so, you know, this is something that's, we're, we're definitely, it's not 100% sure we're going to go on it this summer, right Jen?
3: Um, we're very, very, very hopeful.
2: We're very, very, very hopeful, right? But Mel did sign up for the fish extender, because I guess they're doing that again.
3: Yes. Uh, they just announced uh, this week that they dropped the restriction on that. And, of course, Mel signed up for it, because I signed her up for it. <laughs> yes. And for you
2: who don't know what the fish extender is, pretty much is that you get on board the boat, and you kind of trade gifts with other people, right? What? Yes. It's like a Pollyanna? <laughs>
3: um. So, basically... What a fish extender is, there's this little like hook outside of the stateroom and they're shaped like this kind of art deco-y looking fish. So somewhere along the way, somebody came up with this idea that if you hung um, like something like a bag or something with pockets on it or something like that, i.e. that's why it's called the fish extender as an extension of that um, and started like a kind of like a secret Santa gift swappy kind of exchange with other people on the ship. And that really took off. And so prior to COVID there, you could see when you were on ships, I mean, there, people had stuff hanging off of these little fish um, everywhere. And so usually somebody organizes it, um, divides people up into groups, uh, people come up with all kinds of things, creative. And then throughout the course of your cruise, you and your family members or whoever, it is you know you just you go and you would drop those off to the people that you had signed up with so that's, that's pretty a, cool wow extender is in a nutshell we've gotten some pretty cool stuff oh, off of them
2: yeah I'm about to share one right now take a look at this
3: oh yes that's his oh, that's actually say.
0: pretty cool my wow.
2: oven, my oven mitts that I use all the time it's pretty awesome right
0: that's that actually is really cool.
2: I got that on the fish extender uh, last time, Jen, because I know we weren't doing the fish extender, but she was going around and she was going door to door and she was giving what What were you giving out? The
3: uh, what we did. The other thing that people do on Disney cruises, because, you know, it's it's just kind of like this, like we, different. It's just a different culture than like regular cruising. So there are two big things that people tend to do. One is the fish extenders. The other one is um like door decorating because the doors are magnetic. Oh, cool. Oh. And so you'll see everything under the sun as far as door decorations. You'll see people, we call it the flex door, um, where people put all the magnets from the previous crews. And then there are other things where people will make a whole like theme or design. And some of these people, I'm, some of them are crazy. And so Nathan and I, my son, when we were talking about it, we were like, you know, we should make little awards. To put on people's doors that did a really good job, super creative door decorating and whatever. And he loved that idea. So my friend has a laser um, cutter. And so we made the little magnet that Joe's holding up. That looks like That's a little so name cool. tag. And so we made, um, you know, like a dozen of those. And That's then awesome. My- my son and I just getting some steps in one day on the ship, we walked the entire ship and we took note of the doors that were really cool. And then if he decided that it was worthy of a magnet, bam, popped one on the door. Oh, people awesome. loved it. They were so excited when on the feast. Oh uh, yeah. They were they people were like, Oh, I got a magnet for best door. Like it was just so cool that it worked out. And so. on the
1: bottom, you put from the Disney podcast.
0: Oh, oh, I could. I wow. should
3: have. Dang, talk. You know what about else you do? Next time, That's a Next great time. idea.
0: <laughs> so you should also make uh, insult 65. ones. Just in case anybody on the cruise is like, you know, obnoxious or something, you could put like most obnoxious uh cru- <laughs> yeah, Put like passive aggressive <laughs> ones. like Loudest, loudest Can you cabin. just stop?
3: <laughs> Can you just shut your mouth? That type of. L- loudest yep. chewer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that would be me. Lowest tipper. Galaxy, that one's reserved for you.
3: (laughs) So, um, but yes, so those, those, and it's, you know, we're talking about the fantasy and that is the sister ship and also the newest ship until the wish comes out. So the fantasy and the dream are the, they're the same class ship. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, when we talk about things like this, there's some similarities and some differences in um, in between those two, uh, not a lot, but there is. And, but that's why it's kind of cool to talk about since we've already kind of touched on that in the previous episode, also to touch on these other things that are kind of just like the, the culture of Disney cruising, if you will. And it's funny, um, Adam said in chat to make one for most ice cream cones. One of the coolest ones we saw on a door, it was on a seven night cruise and there was two ice cream cones that were on the door and they had, you know, the the guy's name and the girl's name on top of it. And throughout the week, they were updating how many That's cones awesome. they had eaten over the course of the week. It was pretty neat.
0: I love that. I want to do a cruise with you guys
2: one day.
3: Well, funny, if you want, we are going in October. Aren't we, Joe?
2: We are. We are going We're on for, go my, for, uh, for my for my fortieth birthday on the Wish. So if you mm-hmm. want to go in and book that, let us know. You can contact us at uh, dishis what dot, what's your email?
3: Well, it's Jennifer at Sampiper Vacations. That's my um, travel agent email. So.
2: Or you can give us a call. At... <laughs> <laughs> in
1: 1985, Disney entered a licensed partnership with Premier Cruise so they could utilize Disney characters on their ships. In 1994. Premier ended their relationship with Disney, so Disney approached both Carnival and Royal Caribbean for potential partnerships. These negotiations did not end with any agreements, so Disney decided to create their cruise line. Arthur Rodney was hired as the first president of the then-named Magical Cruise Company Limited. Before the year was over, Imagineers already drew up plans for a Disney cruise ship. Disney executives decided to go with a 1920s-inspired look resembling luxurious ocean liners. Disney Cruise Ships are well known for their dark blue hulls, red funnels, and elaborate yellow insignias. In February 2007, Disney Cruise Line announced that the two new ships were going to be built in Papenburg, Germany, by Mayer Wirfs. These two ships would be larger than the Disney Magic and Wonder. On February 11, 2009, work started on the cruise ships, and the name for the new cruise ships were announced that year as well, Disney Dream and Disney Fantasy. Disney Dream was planning on debuting in 2011, while Fantasy wasn't going to be launched until 2012. On February 11, 2011, Disney Cruise Line President Carl Holz, along with many, placed a coin beneath the ship's hull. The coin was identical to the one that was placed beneath the Disney Dream, except for its whole number on the coin, being S-688. The date of February 11, 2011, also represents the first laying of the keel. On September 13, 2011, Disney announced that the Disney fans would have Dumbo as their stern character. That same year in December, Meyer discovered some severe damages due to open water lines, which caused 48 cabins to be damaged. The repairs cost approximately one million five hundred thousand dollars to repair.
3: I did not know that. Interesting.
2: What, what, what does that mean? Water lines? What do you mean?
1: What's that mean? I don't know. Uh, What's some? Some? They get into some like words. I don't know. Like keel. Don't know what that means. Didn't want to look into it.
3: So the keel is, the keel is the front of the, of the very front of the ship. And so what it's, it's symbolic that they lay this coin. It's, it's the original coin is quote unquote laid into the keel of the ship. It's just, you know, another kind of tradition, um, if you will. And then that kind of, that coin's the actual the number of the ship which is the s688 so there are always little hidden things that within the decor of the ship that pay homage to you know the number the keel number also of course because there's always an opportunity for merch with things like that during the Mm -hmm. inaugural seasons of these cruises you can buy a replica of the keel coin for i don't know they're kind of not cheap um so but they're nice quality and it's just another commemorative kind of thing but that that's across i don't know if it's across all lines but i know it's across all the disney ones
0: i have a question if you guys had the opportunity to work for disney would you want to be a an employee in the park or an employee on the cruise ship
1: i have two answers
0: okay so there's, er- two, there's two answers to the question so i'm a little concerned with this is going
1: early 20s I would want to be on okay. the cruise ship. Okay. Because gotcha. that would be, you know, no rent. You just work as much as possible ah. so you don't have to do anything other than mm-hmm. just work. It's fun because you, you hang out with people when your day's off because they get days off there. Um, I don't think they work 24 7, 365. They get time in between On, on ships. the cruise ship?
2: Yeah. It all depends on which, like, how long you're on the ship, I think. All right. It but it depends.
3: On It depends on your rank. Um, It depends on um, your line of service. So as a new employee, you do work every day and you probably you can work upwards of, you know, 12 to 16 hours a day. Uh, Once you make officer status, then you have the time off um, and things like that as you, you know, kind of work your way up. Officer status being example, um, head waiters. You know, once you work your way up from assistant server to server and then to head server over that area, um, those people are definitely allotted, you know, time off and, you know, more free time.
1: Mm. So I think early 20s, cruise would be fun. And then late twenties, early thirties. Nowadays, I think uh, park would be more fun.
2: Um, I think I would want to do cruise ship. I love going on the cruises. I love the atmosphere of the cruises. I also talked to one of the bartenders on one of the boats. I was kind of, uh, I talked to him a couple times and he was Congrats. just saying how much, <laughs> he was saying how much he loved working on the cruise ships. And then one, when, when we bought our DVC, we bought our DVC on the cruise ship and the guy, so the bartender, I would say he was younger, right? He was like in his twenties. The person who sold me DVC, he was older. I would say he was probably like in his sixties. Um, and his wife and him both sold DVC on the cruise ship. So him and his wife, they're pr- pr- I'm sh- maybe you know they were retired and uh, they're working together on the cruise ship, which is pretty awesome. I think. Yeah, so, that is cool. Yeah.
0: Huh. What about I, you, know, Jen?
3: I know people who have met their spouses on cruise ships, but then they don't they don't stay there. Obviously, it's definitely not conducive to kind of having a family. And my answer is. Neither. It's Alani. If I had to pick any (laughs) Disney, it it would 100% hands down be Alani. Anything at Alani. I'll empty trash cans there just so I can work there and live there.
1: The Fantasy was completed in 2012 and delivered to Bermenhaven, Germany, from Papenburg on February 9th of 2012. By February 28th, the ship arrived in New York and on March 1st was officially named The Fantasy. The ceremony was held in the ship's theater, hosted by Neil Patrick Harris, with comedian Jerry Seinfeld performing, who was also announced the ship's godmother would be Mariah Carey. After the ceremony, the ship traveled south to Port Canaveral, Florida, which is still the ship's home today. The Disney Fantasy Preview Cruise was two three-night cruises to Bahamas. The official first cruise of the fantasy was a seven-night Western Caribbean cruise. Since then, the fantasy is exclusively a Caribbean cruise ship, with visits to Castaway Cay. Disney Fantasy and its sister ship, Dream, replicate the original ship's magic and wonder on the outside, but the interior is styled with flowing long organic curves with natural forms. This is known as Art Nouveau. The atrium of the lobby for the fantasy has blue carpet with gold banisters and pillars. Looking down from the fifth floor, you can see the peacock feather that flows off of the lobby stairs into the middle of the lobby floor. On the ground floor, look straight up and you'll see the peacock chandelier. This handcrafted stained glass chandelier is an amazing work of art and only stands second to the actual centerpiece of the lobby, the Madame Mousseau Minnie Mouse statue. The bronze statue welcomes guests into the lobby with a streamer luggage and vintage clothing. This Disney cruise ship is decked out in enough entertainment for all the family to enjoy, even a seven day cruise. The ship has three pool areas the adult pool named the Quiet Cove, Mickey's pool designed for kids, with a winding water slide named Aqualab, and the family pool, Donald's Pool, the ship even has its own thrill water ride named the Aqueduct. This float ride allows two guests to zip through six hundred sixty-five feet of acrylic tubing with exhilarating four-deck drop. Near Mickey's Pool is Nemo's Reef, a fifteen-hundred-square-foot splash deck. There's also a water playground with geysers and bubbles, which feature Huey, Dewey, and Louie.
3: Um, Neil Patrick Harris, huge Disney Cruise Line fan. Huge.
2: Hmm, yeah, he's a huge Disney fan
3: he is, but uh, he loves the family cruises. In fact, I would not be surprised at all if he is one of the people that is in one of the biggest rooms on the um, inaugural of the Wish. Um, Fun fact, when they announced the, um, so the fantasy for several years had uh, during January, like January through March, they were doing uh, Star Wars Day at Sea specialty cruises. And so basically it was a normal cruise, but then they had one day. And I know we said at some point we were going to talk about those particular sailings but the year that they announced it was 2016 so my family was super excited we talked about it at dinner and we booked it the next day we were gonna book the very first sailing out and changed our minds at the last minute and said we'll go on the second one they have to work out some bugs with the first one neil patrick harris was on the first oh one. no and we were so upset because of course my husband likes him too
0: and so <laughs>
3: we were so upset we're like we could have spent the whole week just like trying to pal around with him and his husband and oh. like, how upsetting so
0: very i love dr doolittle doogie <laughs> hauser oh yes. gosh
2: same thing <laughs> we've we've seen him multiple times at the um candlelight mm-hmm. and we all om- we almost ran into him um during dinner at the the restaurant in japan
3: yes so very very was active. That japan or china
2: it was china it was china,
3: it was china. It was china. Yeah. um but he's yeah he's very active in um the disney cruise kind of oh. circles if you will that's awesome so um Touching on the decor, I will tell you, um, a good friend of mine that, you know, goes on all kinds of different cruises had never been on Disney and everybody who goes, who's an experienced cruiser is getting ready to step foot on Disney. There's always the same level of apprehension that they have, which is, is this going to be like the theme park? on water and the answer is it's not and every single person i know including the person that i'm referring to most recently they are so surprised that when you get on the ship it's gorgeous i mean just very 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 elegant details Mm -hmm. all the way through and it is not in your face theme park level disney yeah right joe
2: oh yeah i totally agree with you it's not like it's it's not like that at all my favorite part about it it's it's not overly disney right subtle
3: it's absolutely it's, it's so it, subtle. It,
2: it, right but you get that disney service and that's what does it for me right is that everyone's there to kind of make sure that you are not worrying about everything everything's everyone, everyone's there because when you go on vacation to disney's it can be kind of stressful right there's a lot going on there's a lot you need to do you have your family with you your family's melting down some days because they're tired right everyone's tired right it can be very stressful to go to disney you don't get that with this you get the disney customer service without you know uh oh i need to go ahead and get to this ride at nine o'clock i need to get here by 10 o'clock i need to get here by 11 o'clock and that is why i love it so much That's this is this is why disney like before i went on a disney cruise uh I, I would i didn't know i didn't know what i was expecting i don't know what i was missing out my whole life like this right here is my favorite vacation by far So i feel like just i'm think, on a vacation just yeah. think
3: you could you could have you could have been going with us all those years that we asked you and you said no
2: I know, but guess what? You know, I, I sit here, I hopefully I get to go in the fantasy during the summer, and then all the new ships are going to come out, and then I get to go in all the new ships. So I kind of get to kind of enjoy it as the new ships kind of come out too, which is which is cool, I think. Because I'm sure... They,
0: uh, huh? Oh, I was just answering the question that you asked me about whether I'd want to work on the cruise ship or the parks. Uh, the, par- <laughs> the, 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 the parks. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the parks for me. <laughs> <laughs> So, Joe, when forever. you go.
3: Everybody's in such a squirrely like, mood. Is it too much Easter candy or what?
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have gained six pounds since Monday. So, really? Joe,
1: Joe, when you go on the fantasy, are you going to ride this duck?
2: Yeah, I went on on the dream. Ooh. It's very similar.
1: Oh, they have one on it the is. dream? Yes. Oh. So yeah.
3: the aqueduct is identical on the dream and the fantasy. And then they added the dunk onto the magic. Um, They didn't add it onto the wonder because adding that on would have made it unable to fit in the Panama Canal and they have to go through. They had to, although with all the different, all the changes, new ships coming, you know, everything's repositioning. I'm not sure if the wonder is going to do that Panama Canal anymore, Um, but they, they couldn't put it on that one. So the aqua dunk, which is on the magic is the one that basically the door drops out from underneath you and you fall straight down. The Aqua Duck, which is on the fantasy and on the dream. It's a two-person raft. Um, kind of cool, kind of gives me um a little bit of the vibes of like the one at um Typhoon Lagoon that does that. And um it's a cute little ride. My son was so excited because the it goes through through quote unquote the um the edge, which is the teen club. And so he thought that you were gonna be able to see um into the teen club as you were going through and it doesn't. I mean, you go through it. You just, you don't get to see it, so.
0: Could you it's imagine all just... the parents, like, block, trying to stay in the,
3: in that part <laughs> to see what their kids are up to? <laughs> so many accidents.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <What>? <laughs> like all of the Disney cruise ships, there is a youth designated area. It's a small world nursery, edge for kids 11 to 14, and vibe for the teens. There are clubs on board for the kids to join, like Disney's Oceaneer Club and Lab. On deck five, there is a Bibbidi-Bobbidi boutique where kids can be transformed to a fairy princess or royal knight. Across from the boutique is Midship Detective Agency, where kids, and even the whole family, can run around the ship finding clues and solving a crime. For the active family, there's Goofy's Sport Deck, which features basketball courts, shuffleboard, a running track, and miniature golf. There's even a virtual sports simulator. On board are eight shops, seven nightclubs or lounges, and six quick-service restaurants and an arcade. Disney Fantasy offers some fantastic restaurant options, like the Animator's Palette. This restaurant serves Pacific Island, Asian, and California inspired seafood. Animator's Palette is a very bright setting for a fun dinner. One of the most romantic spots on the ship is the Enchanted Garden. This French inspired restaurant has glass flower lights and a 7 foot tall fountain that features a stone Mickey Mouse cherub. One of the fan favorite on the ship is Apollo. This northern Italian cuisine includes seafood, braised meats, and amazing desserts. Another romantic setting is Remy. This French-inspired dining option features amazing glass carvings and wall etchings. In between the food, enjoy a peaceful massage at the spa named Senses. If that isn't your thing, there are some family fun theater shows. Frozen, a musical spectacular, retails Anna and Elsa's adventure from Frozen. Another live performance offered on Fantasy is Disney's Aladdin, a musical spectacular. This musical performance takes the movie from the screen to the stage. The show uses special effects and advanced technology which causes the play to move beyond the stage. If a play is too simple, then join the ship on pirate night. This pirate-themed party starts with themed dinner at any main dining restaurants and goes through the night until the event ends with fireworks. Once you're full and worn out, the family can return to their cabins, which are between 200 and 250
0: square feet. So was there an age limit or a height limit for the Bibbidi-Bobbidi Boutique asking for a friend? (laughs)
3: <laughs> so they do have, you know, the pirate night where you could get dressed up, and I feel like Chris, we might be able to hook you up and get you in there and get you totally um spiffed out for. I would do that,
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. It's one of my Disney fantasies
3: is to, <laughs> is to
0: become a, a
2: Disney pirate on the cruise ship. Hey guys, uh, go ahead, Jen.
3: No, I was gonna. You go ahead.
2: I was gonna say the fireworks show is super, super cool. Uh, the first time we saw the fireworks show. My son was definitely, he was younger, and he was not really feeling the fireworks, so we kind of w- listened to the fireworks from our room, you know, because we had the balcony. Um, but this last one, we watched it, and it was it was pretty awesome, I feel like. Um, and it was a lot of fun all to, to watch together. Uh, we had a good time.
0: I feel like listening to the fireworks would be a little more, a little scary than seeing them, actually. It's like desensitization.
3: You're out
2: in the ocean. Just all
0: the uh, all the explosions you're like in the room, everything's exploding. At least you could see them. I think I think your son's a lot tougher than you think. I think I think uh he was testing himself to see how far he could push himself, just listening to, to explosions <laughs> in the room instead of seeing them. What <laughs> Something... are they shoot the
2: fireworks off the off the boat? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Wow. wow. And, and I can tell you the last one, like it, there was a lot, a lot of fireworks. It was really cool. That's cool. Wow. So
3: one of the things that's kind of neat is you can on that night you know everybody kind of gets up on deck a little early just to kind of position themselves so they have a good spot to see everything and if you look out on the horizon on either side you can see other ships so like you can see you know a couple of carnival ships or you know whatever out there just off so that they can position themselves to see the fireworks from the disney ship because they're the only line that does that
0: that's crazy i um I, I I'm also kind of replaying in my head. I don't know where else they would have shoot, shot the fireworks off from unless they had like
3: <laughs> a floating barge behind <laughs> them. Yeah.
2: Uh, they have a helicopter. Have a, dinghy, a dinghy.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't put it past dizzy to train dolphins to just come up at nighttime with a uh, firework strapped to their, their, their backs to shoot them all. I remember us
1: talking about the um, Rapunzel show being so well done and it was an awesome show. Yeah. Um, when I was doing the history, I didn't really see too much about frozen and Aladdin. Like, like the shows themselves. I had descriptions of the show but not too much, you know, in detail information about them. Jen, you have you seen them when you're on the ship or were you too busy? Yes. Were they no, really um- good?
3: They're good, um, Frozen is on the Wonder, I thought, and then Aladdin is the headline show on the fantasy now hmm. that Aladdin is getting moved over to the wish I believe, so I don't know what's coming over to the fantasy instead, um, but as far as their like headline shows. Um, you know, they do a really good job. You know, there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of almost kind of like, I don't want to say like 3d ish effects, but you know, they, they, things get like thrown into the audience kind of thing. And, you know, it's uh, it's a good retelling. um, It's a good summarization of, of that story. And they, they do a really good job. I definitely would recommend everybody, um, you know, if you're on a ship to take the opportunity to catch at least a couple of them.
1: Disney Fantasy had a refurbishment in 2017, which also allowed the ship to add stuff for Marvel and Star Wars. The ship offered special cruise packages like Thanksgiving and Pixar Days. In 2020, the ship was suspended due to COVID and did not return to service till September 11, 2021. In December 2021, Disney Fantasy stopped at St. Thomas and, due to a rise of COVID cases on board, could not allow people on or off the ship. Guests on board the ship were given vouchers for a $200 onboard credit. And 20% off a future cruise. So, what did that value? So, people were stuck for wearing them again in St. Thomas uh, and given $200 onboard credit and 20% off a future cruise. I would take that deal. Oh, yeah. S-
3: There, there's been several things that have happened where they, um, they give out that kind of thing, like people that were booked on the inaugural sailing for the wish that, um, and that was, that was very expensive. Uh, and it was just a five night Bahamian cruise, but it was still sold out instantly. Um, so that got pushed back by six weeks just because of construction delays and things like that. And so it was supposed to, um, I think it was supposed to launch in June. And it got pushed back to mid to late July. Those people got half off. Um, so all those sailings got canceled. So not only did you know the inaugural get pushed back, but all of these ones for those four weeks after that, they all got canceled. And so people got their money back. And then they also got a voucher for half off wow. another Disney cruise.
1: Holy, that's like an investment, really.
3: So I know that's what my husband said. He's like, wow, take a gamble. And you know, you would have been sitting really pretty there. Yeah. So they're, they're really good with their customer service like that. Um, sometimes I see people try to take advantage of it or like a sense of entitlement. I do know one time we, um, were not able to get to um, their private island Castaway because it's a very narrow channel and it's a pretty big ship. There's not a big um, margin for error. And so they will tell you, you know, if if the seas are rough, winds are bad or something like that, there's no guarantee that you can get into their private island. And there were people that were so upset, you know, just wanting like an onboard credit or something like that. And we're like, but you're still on like, one of the nicest cruise ships in the world. And they were like scrambling to like put extra activities in and all these different things to do and stuff like that. And people were still upset.
2: Wow. That really happens though. Right. Castaway. I feel like you pretty much. Go- i have never had that happen. I-, I know. Have you ever had to happen where you weren't able to go on a castaway?
3: Yes. And then another time we had it happen and it actually was on the fantasy where they tried to dock twice unsuccessfully. And then by, I think it was noon, they were able to dock, but in the process of that, actually broke one of the propellers. And it wasn't fully realized that it had been damaged until the next sailing of the Fantasy went out. And they got pretty far out to sea and realized that they couldn't, you know, that there was some significant damage. And so they had to come back at half speed. And it was quite a big deal.
2: So, what did they let you know? Like, so that they didn't know it was broken on the Not time on you were going, right? No. Can you? No. Do you think they let the people know, like, hey, guys, you know, our boats broken, like in the middle of them sailing?
3: Yes, because that was one of those instances where people did get onboard credit because ports of call had to be missed because the ship could only run at half speed. So Mm. historically, the visit the day it cast away for the most part, is done the day before the ship gets back to Canaveral. So it's kind of almost like it marks the end of your cruise. In fact, it was weird for us this time in um, February, Joe, or whatever, whenever we just went, because Castaway was at the beginning, wasn't it? Or it was in the middle of it. And that was weird because we had Castaway Mm -hmm. and then we had another day at sea. So, Mm -hmm. but normally it's at the end. So I could see where they wouldn't have fully realized that, you know, the ship had some damage to it because Castaway is really not that far from Port Canaveral. And so it doesn't have to really go super fast to get there. And so it probably wasn't fully realized until they were out to sea with the next one.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. So wait, so people
3: got got, those people got compensation.
1: They got compensation for having their vacation extended because went half speed. So it took longer to get to their destination.
3: No, they got a a compensation because ports of call had to be cut out.
1: Oh, they cut something out in order to make the okay. Quick
3: fire,
2: quick facts. Let's go.
3: Disney Cruise Line was the first cruise line to have yellow lifeboats. Disney had to gain approval from the U.S. Coast Guard in order to keep their lifeboats matching their color scheme.
2: I think that was a trivia question on our one of the last uh, cruises. It was. The Walt Disney Theater spans three decks and can seat 1,340 guests. Vista Theater offers movies
1: throughout the day and night. The comfortable chairs help guests immerse themselves into the film.
0: Disney Fantasy's call sign is C6ZL8.
3: The fantasy's horn can play 11 melodies from the classic Wish Upon a Star to Be Our Guest, the Imperial March, and even the beginning of New York, New York.
2: Condensation from the shipboard air conditioning units is collected and reused to wash the deck, saving more than 30 million gallons of water each year. It's a little gross, actually.
3: No, that's fantastic.
2: Their marketing is that, but we don't know what's in that water.
1: (laughs) The Disney fantasy has a cruising speed of 22 knots with a max speed of 23.5 knots.
0: Disney cruise ships are the only cruise ships to have five captains. The ship's captain, Captain Mickey. <laughs> What's so funny? is this I mean, it's a, it's a
2: fact. I mean, they have five. <laughs> we talked about this before, I think.
0: I'm sorry, I wasn't expecting that. Captain Hook? Is this a captain? <laughs> What's his name?
2: Captain Hook.
0: Okay, I'm it's sorry. true. Okay. It's a true statement,
2: Chris. Yes, it is. All right, all right, all right.
0: Disney cruise ships are the only cruise ships to have five captains. The ship's captain, Captain Mickey, Captain Minnie, Captain Hook, and Captain Jack Sparrow.
3: Disney Fantasy is 1,120 feet long and 138 feet wide. It is 130,000 tons and has 1,250 passenger cabins.
1: We here at Dizhis think that Disney Fantasy is an amazing ship. Just like all the other Disney cruise ships, it has an amazing array of fun, relaxing, and exciting opportunities for the whole family. Fantasy is a must-ride with its
2: size and amazing trips to the Caribbean. You know, there's nothing better than smelling that Disney smell.
3: If it's walking into your favorite Disney resort or entering your favorite Disney attraction.
2: Three
1: Chicky Chicks Wax Company offers an array of Disney-inspired scents in their home fragrance line, wax melts, scented candles, and room sprays. To bring your favorite Disney scents to your home, check them out at MagicallyScented.com. Check us out streaming on award-winning Disney streaming site, Sorcerer Radio, on Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, or catch us again at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Sorcerer Radio is an amazing 24-7 Disney radio. Just visit srsounds.com or download the Sorcerer Radio app. This is, this is, review.
2: Review. So uh today the D plus is gonna be Tarzan, the Disney animated Tarzan, which uh, you know, I saw a long time ago, but the soundtrack is really it's very popular, I would say. I wouldn't say this movie's very popular, yeah. but the soundtrack's like fire.
1: Yeah. The soundtrack is exceeds the movie for sure.
0: I'll agree with that. I wanna know. Um, I think that Rosie O'Donnell was robbed of an Oscar for her performance as Kirk. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
1: but it's you know, it's one of those movies like I watched with my daughter and I was like, "Oh man, this is like this gets pretty deep pretty fast." You know, like they have mov- like all Disney movies a parent or parents die, right? That's a classic Disney tale. But this one was like they had a baby and they're trying to fight off a, a a cheetah, I think it was, and it's like, "Dang, that got that got pretty legit pretty fast."
3: A cheetah. Yeah, it was a
1: uh, cheetah? Ja- uh, probably probably a it was jaguar. a leopard. Jaguar. Jaguar. There you
0: go. Probably a Jaguar, yeah. You know, it was a feline of some sorts. Um, it was. It was. You got that part right. A mildly, uh mildly uh unrealistic movie, but besides that, it was it was a very fun movie. You know, I love Tarzan. That was uh, I was young when Tarzan came out. So that was like one of my um let's see, Tarzan came out in nineteen ninety nine, so I was four. So yeah, Tarzan was like part of my childhood. Like oh. I um I uh I really like Tarzan. I had a Tarzan bath towel, I remember. Probably still have that somewhere. (laughs) It still fits. (laughs) Well, why why throw (laughs) stuff away?
1: You know what's really unrealistic is the treehouse he made with, like, no tools.
0: People forget that. There's no tools in the jungle.
2: We talked about this a couple episodes ago, saying that um, Jane, she's wearing yellow. Right. So it's kind of like Belle almost in a way, right? Yes. And yeah. uh, which is kind of interesting because I didn't really think about that until we talked about it on the show. Right. And also, there's also a rumor saying that, what was it, a Frozen. Uh, the, Frozen's parents were also Tarzan's parents. Wasn't there like some kind of like conspiracy or something like that?
3: No, it was it was that Tarzan's parents shipwrecked, right? Didn't they? Sh- they shipwrecked on the island and yes. then they had Tarzan. Yes. Um, And thus making him a sibling to Anna and Elsa. That's like a fan theory.
2: Yeah, I think oh, it's true. You think um, it's true? I think, yeah, I think it's totally true. I'll talk to my sources about that and get back to it next week. Did somebody yeah. say conspiracy?
3: <laughs>
2: I mean, we 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 do want to do a conspiracy episode, which will be a lot of fun.
3: That would be fun.
2: So if you had to give this
1: ride a rate this movie a rating really fast, one to ten, what would you rate it, Jen?
3: Ooh, uh I rate it a seven on the music alone.
2: How about Joe? Um I would what would you rate it, Jen? A seven, you said? Mm-hmm. I think that's what I was going to rate it a seven. Uh, That seven's a pretty good. It's like an average rating for me, I would say. Chris, I would say seven. Yeah,
0: I I, seven's a low seven, but yeah, seven.
1: Okay, and I give it a six.
2: Um, Fair, but Joe, does it get a magic point? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's made by Disney. (laughs) So let me. I'm going to give it a magic point. Let me explain why. Okay, okay. go ahead. Is that uh, so? When I was teaching extended day. After school for kids, you know, can kind I of stay there for the parents come pick them up like five thirty? Who are working a little bit later. This this was my first time watching this movie. We watched Tarzan for at extended day, and it was special. It was
1: ah, there we go. Yeah. Now another question, Joe: Is this also one of your favorite movies? Because your favorite actor in it, you know,
2: Wayne Knight. Wayne Knight from Jurassic Park. He's in it. Yeah, he's Tantor. Uh, I love Wayne Knight. He's probably one of my favorite actors. <laughs> <laughs> sure. He's probably top twenty, top twenty favorite actor I, I, I don't even know what Wayne
0: Knight is.
2: Yeah, man,
3: for he, um, Jurassic Park, he's, where's Wayne Knight on Seinfeld. here? Seinfeld. He's the. It's Jim
0: Cummings.
1: No, he's Tantor.
0: Tantor is Jim Cummings. I, I just pulled up cast of Tarzan. Did you make that up, and it says I Wayne Knight. Cast Tantor. of Tarzan too. whose cast of Tarzan is more credible? Tune in next week to find out who's cast of Tarzan. Why what would are you looking Google at? say... Send the link to what
1: you're watching. I'm, I'm looking at Google. I just typed in... Are you watching the live Tarzan action? cast. No. Well, no, because Rosie's in it. I don't know. Maybe I am. Maybe I'm looking at the wrong movie. You're right.
0: Oh, I know Wayne Knight. If Wayne Knight's in your top 20 actors, you should stop watching movies.
2: <laughs> top 20, man. Dude, he was signed. He was in Seinfeld. That's the Newman. Yeah. Doesn't make him the best actor. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what list you guys are looking at, because there's multiple lists, I guess, here, because... I don't know.
1: I'm looking at IMDb to see what he's talking about. Was he
0: Baby Tar Tantor? Tar- 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 on IMDb, it says Tantor. Wayne Knight voice. On IMDb, so it says a, it too. There
3: is a baby one, and then there is an adult one.
0: Maybe that's what it is then. Oh, never mind. I was on Tarzan and Jane. Yeah. See, why don't you check yourself before you so, record? Yeah, man. So, Come on, Chris. So Wayne Knight was not a good enough Tantar to reprise his role in Tarzan and Jane, Joe. But he's in your top twenty.
1: Hey, this is AJ for the D-Plus Club, where we cover all things Disney+. Each week I'll bring you the latest news and rumours, as well as what's new and what's coming soon to the Disney streaming service in the US and in the UK. And each week we have a weekly movie club, where between April 25th and May 1st, we'll be watching The Mighty Duck. Share your thoughts in the Weekly Movie Club room in the Sorcerer Radio Discord at srsounds.com forward slash discord. And I'll feature some of your comments in this week's podcast. You can find the D Plus Club on all major podcasting platforms, including the new Sorcerer Radio website at srsounds.com forward slash the D Plus Club, with new episodes every Sunday. See you there.
2: Hey, this is Joe from the Diz His. One of my students that's in my class, her family and friends are from the Ukraine. I teach virtual school, and for the past two weeks, her family, they have been flying all over the world to get to and support their family and friends. My student has joined in my live lessons from Greece, Poland, and all over the world. The houses of their family and friends are destroyed, which just makes me furious because their family and friends have done nothing, and their houses are just wrecked. Uh, So for the month of April, all of our Patreon money will be going towards helping the family, help pay for the food and flights uh, that they have been taking to kind of get to their families. If you want to join our Patreon, go to DizHiz.com and join the Goof Troop. Not only will you be helping out for a good cause, you will also get access for all the cool stuff for a month. Thanks and have a magical day. Hey, I'm Joe from the Diz His,
4: And I'm Nick from Sandpiper Vacations.
2: We will be teaming up to give one of the best travel experiences ever.
4: I am a travel agent with Sandpiper Vacations. We are able to book any vacation destination around the world, including Disney, cruises, and all-inclusive resorts.
2: We have been working here at the Diz His to become travel agents. And with our knowledge of the parks, we want to plan the best Disney trip
4: for you. Using us as a travel agent, we are updated on the latest and greatest information about all of the destinations. We can help save you time, stress, and sometimes some money. Using our services costs you absolutely nothing. It is completely free to you, and we are happy to assist you with giving you more value for your trip.
2: So if you're looking to book your next Disney trip, go to DizHiz.com. Check out DizHiz Destinations on the very top.
1: Check us out on Weeby Geeks, a new podcast website where you can find all your favorite geeky content. Just head over to weebygeekspc.com. That's weebygeekspc.com, and listen to all the other awesome podcasts as well as this is.
2: Okay, guys. So we are going to do a new segment, you know, because Jen and myself, we've been kind of working hard to become travel agents. Well, she's been a travel agent a lot longer than I've been, but I've been working hard to become a travel agent. So we're going to start doing something like once a month where we kind of give some travel updates, kind of give talk about some cool deals that are out there, some of the um, you know, not only Disney but some other maybe cruise lines, um, you know, some of the deals that they're giving. But we'll we'll try to stick to Disney to kind of give some cool uh, this updates and ways that you guys can book and do a little travel segment and we're going to have nick bryan from sandpiper vacations join us because uh, we're kind of all kind of working together you know we, we we message each other multiple times a day to kind of be like hey what's going on you know or if i need help with something you know nick has been a great help to me because i'm new i'm a newbie right i don't know i don't know what i'm talking about uh, i would say uh sometimes i'm new to everything so nick's been really helpful to me and jen has also been very helpful to me um so uh welcome to the
4: show nick Hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. Welcome all. Well,
3: hi. And let's give let's give a little background here on Nick. Um, Nick is the owner of Sandpiper Vacations, which is the company that Joe and I um and isn't um also one of our Patreons Chewy. Isn't he one yeah. of them as well? Yep, yep he's, so- he's doing it. Yep. So we have, um, so we have a lot of ties with Sam Piper, um uh, great company and also great people. Um, I've known Nick since 2016, we met on a cruise and, um, uh, on the fantasy. Just, yes. And on the so one you this, were talking about
4: that broke down. <laughs> yes.
3: And so, really? um, yeah, yeah, so this is a, this is a perfect tie-in to, um, to our little link here and, and Nick and I's history. So yes, welcome.
2: Awesome. I'm really looking forward to hearing some of the deals that are out there right now. So, uh, Nick, can you share with us some deals or what's kind of going on? Is there anything Disney that you can share with us? If not, that's cool.
4: Yeah. Disney just released a new, um, sale for Walt Disney World this week, um, for Disney Visa card members. It's only for, um, certain dates throughout September, um, Most recently, they released another sale for the fall, um, or I guess late summer, early fall for Disney Plus subscribers. So um, you can save up to 25% on select rooms at Walt Disney World.
2: Wow. Um, So people might say, what's talking about like the Disney Visa card, right? So some of the cool things you can can get with the Disney Visa card, obviously, is not some of these deals. But when you get into the parks, you can also get some kind of special treatment, right? There's some lines that are for special characters where you can kind of flash your Disney Visa card. And you'll get to meet – like I think one time I was there, and um, Darth Vader was kind of like a rare one to kind of meet at the time. And we got to go in a line to meet Darth Vader. And and there's no uh, line, usually. Yeah, there's like no line, exactly. Exactly. Oh, and one time I remember that. Went, you were you there with me? Maybe I, I think was. I was Maybe there you with. There yeah, with I
1: think my family me. was there, and yeah, you you bust out the card, and you're like, "Hey, you want to see something cool?" Yeah, yeah. yeah I so think. that
2: was cool. And uh, also, one time yeah. we were at Figment, and there's like a little place behind Figment at EPCOT where you can kind of flash your card, and you can kind of meet some characters. And one time I was there on a field trip, and I, uh, some of the teachers and I, we got to meet some special characters, which, which, which was really cool. So the Disney Visa card. There's a cool, some cool perks you can get with it, including yeah, and you get percent
4: off at the gifts, ten percent off at the gift shops. A lot of the restaurants you get ten percent off as well too. So, including and Disney at... Cruise Line, you get ten percent off in the gift shops there. Oh, um, spa services, so really good deals on it
3: and also um when you book a if you book a disney specific trip on your disney credit card they do give promotional financing um where it's basically six months no interest so that's kind of a nice little perk that they have also
4: yeah and something too that i talk to a lot of my clients about is getting um disney gift cards too for your your trip you can book um using disney gift cards a lot of people are using it to get gas points right now to save certain um dollars and gas points. you can go to Sam's Club and get a Disney gift card as well too at a discount rate I think it's like a 500 gift card to get for like 470 bucks so um that adds up and saves a lot
3: definitely and um you know there's also um for any of our listeners who are in Florida um the cruise lines usually offer on certain sailings. They do offer Florida resident discounts. Um, It varies week by week. Uh, Sometimes it can be upwards of 25%. And so that's a nice little um, perk and savings. uh, If you are a little bit of a local, I mean, you can be anywhere in the state of Florida, but that's one of those things that we get for living in this state. So that's kind of nice. And um, I think if I remember correctly, Nick, we're all kind of sitting here waiting because they should be announcing summer 2023 three itineraries anytime
4: yeah usually the summer 2023 ones are released somewhere around April May hopefully they wait a little bit because the Disney Cruise Line phone lines are very backed up right now so hopefully they get that in order first
3: yes um I think I've heard stories of people waiting upwards of like eight hours so yeah
4: that's the benefit of using a travel agent right now too is We're the ones that on hold for eight to 10 hours to (laughs) take care of the question for you guys. One Mm. thing,
3: one thing that I will say, and a definite um, benefit to utilizing any one of us as a travel agent is obviously at this point, everybody knows that we're all very passionate about uh, all things Disney. And so it's kind of cool to be able to tie that in and to have somebody who's got, you know, that extensive knowledge and passion to um, be able to utilize our services, please, you know, use us. Use our knowledge.
4: Yeah, and I know personally I've experienced um Disney World. I got married at Disneyland, been on six Disney cruises, and I have three Disney cruises actually booked coming up as well, too.
3: Including Little In- Brat.
4: <laughs> including um at Sandpiper Vacations, we got invited to a sneak preview to sail on the Disney Wish before Whoa. the Maiden Voyage. So I'll be on there July 10th through the 13th. And the Maiden Voyage doesn't sail till the 14th. So and They're that's excited just a, to experience
3: it, and and that's just a testament to you and how hard you work and how hard the agency you know works because they didn't. That wasn't something that was just blanketly handed out to everybody. Yeah. That yeah. was to people who really kind of set the standard as far as being knowledgeable and customer satisfaction. So kudos to Nick for that. Yeah, yeah and for sure. uh, we're excited to hear all about it.
4: Yeah, I'll be excited to share it with you guys. We're going to be posting a lot on social media, doing live streams, doing YouTube videos. Um, maybe we'll do a live podcast on there. Who knows?
1: Yeah, we'll have to get Ooh. you back on to talk about it when as soon as you are able to talk For about sure. being Definitely. on the Wish. Give us. The... Yeah, are you
4: going
2: to be able? Are you going to be able to talk about it like right after, or do you have to wait a certain amount of time? Yeah, after? we
4: uh, we haven't been given any stipulations on posting anything, so I think everything is going to be allowed to be posted live. So yeah, they want to build the hype, right? Yeah.
2: Hey, if you and if you guys are booking, right, you know, with us, let me know. If you can just reach out to me on social media, like I would love to go out there, you know, kind of hang out, you know, at one of the parks with you guys, um, you know, maybe ride a ride or do whatever, and maybe maybe meet Joey, have Joey come out there and do something with Joey uh, from from our segment. Uh, just us let us know. Reach out to us on social media, you know, email, and uh, we'll be we'll we'll have some fun. And so Nick, do you have any more deals that you want to share with us?
4: No, I mean basically like Jen said, right now. Um... The cruise industry is just in general offering tons and tons of great deals. I have a lot of clients sailing um, on other cruise lines for crazy cheap prices right now. So if-,
2: if you're gonna book a cruise, and we know we know Disney can get, get kind of expensive for anything, right? But you're really wanting to go on a vacation. We don't only book uh, Disney cruises. Like we, we we do all everything. Well, Nick, hey, thanks for coming on. Uh, we'll be doing this segment once once a month. So looking forward to hearing about your trip on the Wish.
4: I say thank you guys for having us and if you're looking to book a trip you can reach out on the his website as well as SandpiperVacations.com.
3: that's what i was going to suggest to do perfect
2: <laughs> awesome have a great time awesome thanks nick so let's talk about what's coming up here uh next week our show is going to be what's our show on next week alex our show is
1: going to be on
2: ready creek right
1: yes you just sent it to me today
2: uh, yeah yeah we are be doing ready creek Chris what's Reedy going up Creek. on uh, Reedy Creek. I said Reedy <laughs> Creek. Reedy Creek. I said Reedy Creek. Chris, what's going on in the No New Friends podcast?
0: So we got some exciting news actually with the No New Friends Podcast. We have actor Carlos Navarro coming on the podcast. I think that episode will publish the week of May 8th. Uh, Carlos mm-hmm. Navarro actually was one of the tracksuit mafia members in Hawkeye. And you can see him on one of the Hawkeye posters that uh, Disney Plus published. So he's a uh, he's a friend of uh, of Scott's on the podcast. So we got him on for that week. As he's he's going to be on? I think for the whole episode. So nice. hopefully we hear a lot of stories about um, being on set of Hawkeye. It's going to be really exciting. Yeah.
2: Yo, I cannot wait. Oh, dude, he has a meme. Scott just put a meme in chat of him. He has like a yeah, meme. Dude. Yeah, he was a big yeah. deal in the
0: show. His picture yeah, with uh, Haley Steinfeld on the uh, on uh, on his IMDb. It's pretty cool. He, in, in the shopping uh, cart.
2: He's probably my top 20 favorite actors, I think. (laughs) (laughs) But I do want to get him on our show. That's the His on the Disney Fantasy. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Chris. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.
1: To my newborn baby boy. The day you arrived was one of the happiest days of my life. Right up there with the day I bought my RV from that guy on the internet and insured it with Progressive. (laughs) What a deal. Just know, son, I'll always be here for you. And by here, I mean in the middle of absolutely nowhere. In my RV. Protect
0: your baby with an RV policy from Progressive. Take as little as four minutes to see what you could save at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.